All right, guys, and welcome to Don't Trade on America. I am your host, Don Q, and today is Wednesday, November 17th, 2021. How's it going out there today? Jam-packed, jam-packed full of crap today, guys. We got a we got a big show, big, 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 big show. Not really. I was really kind of hoping to uh, to have this Kyle Rittenhouse uh, case behind us and talk about the... Uh, the verdict, whether it be good or bad, but um, a couple topics that we'll talk about today, and uh, maybe between today and tomorrow, we'll we'll get a verdict one way or the other, or some kind of closure on the case, and then that'll give us plenty to talk about on Friday. But today, what I think we're going to talk about is Joy Reid, right? If you guys don't know who she is, she has her own show on uh, MSNBC. Obviously, she's a little bit popular than me. But not by much. Sugar water. <laughs> uh, also, I want to go over the OSHA mandates. Uh, and I, the way I have it wrote here is it, uh, OSHA mandates overturn? Question mark? Hmm, interesting. We'll go into that. And uh, Steve Bannon surrenders after indictment. That was on Monday. We'll go into that. And then I want to touch on the uh, Cal Rittenhouse trial, which is ended. Uh, just the uh, juries in deliberation. But the Ahmad Aubrey uh, trial has begun. I think it began late last week. And I, I have some interesting takes on those two situations. And, uh, and of course, we'll close out with our feel-good story of the day. And, uh, yeah. But before we get into our first story, let's talk about our first sponsor. That's Redcon1.com. Redcon1.com. Um, great great uh nutritional supplement company um i know i say this and I, I i really am not saying this in jest guys i use the product every day i use the protein powder every morning that's my breakfast before i go to work i use the creatine i use the breach which is which is a recovery uh see uh, bcas and whatnot to help with the recovery from workouts um and when i work out i use total war which is their pre-workout it uh, really good stuff. It, I mean, I work out when I hit the gym. I'm in there for a good two hours, two plus hours, and that gives me the sustained energy to get through the whole workout. Uh, and so I'm not just saying this because they they happen to be a sponsor of this show. I'm, I've used this product for well over a year, and uh, subsequently they've become a sponsor of the show. And uh, you guys can help me out by helping yourselves out. You go to Redcon1.com. Use the Promo code T20Cordimus. All that information will be at the bottom of whatever podcast link you're listening to this on. Whether it be Apple, Google, Podbeam, Spotify, Amazon, Stitcher. Just go down, scroll down to the show notes past that. You'll have all the links, all the uh, sponsors, also the social media sites, the website, so on and so forth. Click on that, guys. It's not that expensive for what it is. Um, it's no more than buying protein powders and stuff at Walmart. Um, and they get the stuff out pretty quick. I mean, I, I made another order out on Sunday. It should be here today. So, uh, and with the promo code, you will save 20% off. So that's redcon1.com. Use the link at the bottom of the page. Tier operator would be T20 Quartermus. Use that. All right, guys. First story of the day is about me. No. <laughs> 
All right, let's see if we can get this computer to work, and we don't have any issues. All right, the infamous Joy Reid. Um, I would venture a guess that the majority of the people that are listening to this, either I'm sure you know who Joy Reid is, just because of the fact that uh, a lot of different um, entities crack on her. Um, I could give two shits about Joy Reid. I never watch her show. I could care less about her. Um, I think the interesting thing is she has a show on MSNBC. It's called The Readout. I mean, I don't know. I know that's a take on her name, but it's it's stupid. It's not as clever as <laughs> Don't Trade on America. I just want to tell you that. Um, <laughs> and uh, speaking of which, before I go into this, don't forget the website, guys. Don'ttradeonamerica.com. I'm sure it's not as clever as TheReadout.com or whatever her website is. I don't even know if it's that. It's probably RacistBlackBitch.com. Oh, oh, damn. Anyway sugar water um to me whenever we talk about racism in this country it's always about white people oh this this guy is a racist this guy is a white supremacist this guy this this girl that blah 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 we never we never get to say that this black person is a racist and why i mean everyone can (laughs) everyone can be racist if they so choose to be whether you're white, black, Asian, Hispanic, whatever the case is. And I would even venture, I guess, to say that most everybody is somewhat racist. Um, I'm not saying that's a good thing. You know, it is what it is. Um, and, and, and what I mean by that is you, it's just based on, look at where you live. Okay, for example, most people live, okay, when, you, when you're Hispanic, you probably populate more with Hispanic people. When you're black, you probably populate more with black people and so on and so forth. Now, that's not to say that (laughs) black people can't live where white people live and Hispanics and Asians and so on and so forth. Anyway, my point being is Joy Reid is very much a race baiter and a race hater. And here she goes. So I've got a clip. I've got an audio. Well, it's a video clip, but, you know, audio nonetheless. And this is uh, Joy Reid fuming over Biden's low approval rating, calls Americans ungrateful after their $2,000 stimulus. So I'll play this, and then you guys can uh, make your judgment on on what she's talking about here. There, there's So I hate to really dwell on polls, because they're ephemeral, right? And, and, go, and at this point, in many of their presidencies, a lot of presidents faced a crisis of uh, public confidence. And, and Joe sure. Biden faces a massive ongoing COVID nightmare that is harming his numbers. So his numbers are pretty low right now. There's also a lot of Americans who, despite having gotten the shots and checks, are still telling pollsters that he's accomplished nothing or almost nothing, which I find amazing. I guess they spent the whole $2,000. Now they're not happy anymore. Well, but does that matter? Like, should we, should we think about this in terms of those polling numbers? So the ironic thing is there, she's talking about how, the you know the majority of Americans I I don't know the exact numbers of how many people have gotten one two three shots whatever, um, but what she's what she's insinuating there is okay this great president of ours has enabled uh, the country whoever wants to get the shot to get the shot and not only that we gave them two thousand dollars well number one that's not true not everyone got two thousand dollars I didn't get two thousand dollars. Um, not everyone got $2,000. Now, granted, I could go get the shot if I so chose. I don't choose to, so whatever. 
And uh, as we'll read on the next story, I, I don't have to either, nonetheless. Um, the um, What she's insinuating is that everyone got a $2,000 check, stimulus check, and, and we're giving you free medicine, essentially. And um, so it's somehow or another a backhanded stab at trying to... Uh, Say I, I, she didn't say this obviously, but I, I personally believe it's a backhanded stab at trying to get say this is all Trump's fault somehow or another. I'm sure if that clip went on, it probably she probably mentions Trump's name. Um, I was reading an article um, the other day, and I, I wish I had saved it because I looked and looked and couldn't find it because it was just one of those things that popped up. And um, someone made a good point about the the stimulus checks and whether. Whether Trump gave you some and Biden gave you some and whatever, 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 okay? Let's think of it this way. We talk about taxes. We talk about Biden not taxing anybody that makes over 400000 I said on the last show that that's bullshit because even though you might not see a tax per se, like uh, if you pay on your income tax, you pay 30% or whatever that number is, it's not going to go up to 35 or, you know, it's not going up there. Maybe, maybe not. I, I maybe it is. I don't know. But um, the, um, where you're seeing the taxes in your grocery store, in your fuel tank, in your, you know, electric bill, uh, the price of all this crap going up, and that is his fault. Um, but maybe the stimulus was a pre-tax tax because whether you realize it or not, you're gonna that's that's gonna come back to haunt you. That stimulus check is gonna come back to haunt you. The government just doesn't give you money, okay? So um, she's trying to say that because he gave all these people two thousand dollars and he's giving all these people access to to medicine, um, that he should be loved. Well. You gave everybody two thousand dollars to begin, you know, the earlier part of the year, late last year, early part of this year. Well, they've pissed that money away, and since then, the price of everything has gone through the roof. So, we all have short-term memory. We could give a shit less if you got two thousand dollars from whoever. You could give a shit less about that two thousand dollars because that's in the past. You know, it's very, very much. I don't know exactly what year it was, late eighties, early nineties, whatever. Janet Jackson you know, had a song out, you know, what have you done for me lately? And I think that's what the American people are are looking at. I, I guarantee if you went back and looked at Biden's polls, I mean, obviously, right, he was elected, what, 84 million votes, the most popular uh, president ever elected. So, right, right, I mean, allegedly. So I would assume if you looked at his polls, you know, February, March, April, May, you know, as you get to November, every month they've gone down. I don't know what he polled at back in February. And I know the, <laughs> the interesting thing is the poll that they were showing on MSNBC, you guys couldn't see it, obviously, had it at a 41% um, approval and 50-whatever percent disapproval. Um, I know it's not 59. You guys are probably like, oh, dumbass, it's 59. It was like 56, so there's obviously two or three percentage points in there of people that whatever. But nonetheless, the actual poll that I saw the other day was 38%. And 
And then to top it off, your VP, uh, Kamala, Kamala, Cam, whatever her name is, she's polling even worse. She's at 28%. And it's kind of it's kind of funny, and it's kind of fucked up at the same time. So you're hearing different, uh, I think, uh, Jimmy Kimmel or whatever, the, the biggest, you know, bullshit artist in the world, sits there and criticizes people, like, saying that the reason her poll, Kamal's poll is so low, her percentages, is because, uh, of course, because America's racist and sexist. Okay, whatever. Um, this coming from a person who dressed in blackface on his show back in the day, the man show, dressed in blackface all the time, and had chicks bouncing around on uh, trampolines serving beer. Now, I'll say this about that. I appreciated the man show. It was a good show. <laughs> but uh, don't sit there and forget about your personal history of what you used to do to, quote-unquote, entertain people, and then come back and say that everyone's racist and sexist when you used to do the same that same shit. Nonetheless, uh, if you want to make that argument that America's racist and sexist and that's why her polling numbers are so low, okay, whatever. I'll say this also. Why in the fuck is she VP? This was a person that ran for president, got zero votes, zero percent of the votes. I mean, if if the fact that she is the VP or that she was even nominated to run with Joe Biden, you know, initially had nothing to do with her qualifications or anything about her other than she was a black lady. That's it. Nothing about anything that she has done in her past as a senator, as attorney general of California, as Montel Williams' girlfriend, none of that shit that she did in the past had anything to do with her becoming Joe Biden's running mate and then subsequently the vice president of the United States because it was all about the way she looked, period. You had other females running for president. I mean... Usually, in the history of our presidencies, usually, I'm not saying all the time, but usually, whoever's running for president, you know, you'll have one, two, ten, whatever, however many people running for president, right? So, on the Republican side, you have whatever, you know, on Democratic side, you have whatever. So, like this past election, you had Trump going for re-election, Trump-Pence versus the enclave of dipshits that were running against him, right? I say enclave of dipshits. I'm going to give one exception, Tulsi Gabbard, nonetheless. And I'm going to say her name, for example, because you had Biden, Bernie, Kamala, uh, Liz Warren, Buttigieg, you know, whoever, whatever. Of all the people, and if, if the goal was we have to have a female in there, why? and you needed a female of color, let's say, well, I mean, Tulsi Gabbard, female, probably 10 times smarter than uh, Kamala, Kamala, whatever the fuck her name is. I, I would almost be willing to bet 10 times smarter. And technically, a woman of color. She's American Samoan. Uh, she would have been a much more qualified candidate or a, a VP, whatever, than Kamala. The reason she didn't get picked in my opinion, is because she is not stupid. She's not left-wing, crazy nutbag 
that will do whatever it takes to ascend to the top. That's my opinion. She's obviously a Democrat. She was a Democratic senator from Hawaii. Um, rumor has been swirling in Twitter land that if DeSantis, so assuming Trump doesn't run in 24, and assuming DeSantis does, I've heard rumblings that, you know, she would make a good running mate for him. Now you're saying, well, DeSantis is a Republican, she's a Democrat. I think she's probably more moderate than she is Democrat. So maybe it's time to rid yourself of R's and D's, nonetheless. But ultimately, you had Liz Warren, right? She's Indian, isn't she? Isn't that what she said? No? <laughs> anyway, um, point being is we're a racist country. Joy Reid thinks that the reason... Joe Biden's number should be higher because everyone got $2,000, you know, six months ago, and everyone can go get COVID shots. Okay, that says, say, that say you. In the meantime, if you were to ever go to um, Jory Reid's Twitter and get bombarded about how evil white people are, evil white men, evil white this, evil white that, in the meantime, you're stomping for an evil white man. It makes absolutely no sense, the hypocrisy of all of this. And then I'm going to touch base on this. I'm going to talk about this later, but speaking of white racist, right? You know, the whole thing with this Kyle Rittenhouse um, case was, you know, you had the president, you've had Joy Reid, you've had all these other MSNBC people, uh, CNN people, uh, you know, whoever. And like I said, even the president, uh, poopy pants there, calling this kid a white supremacist. Why? Okay, so the the media facts of the case, right? I'm not going to get into this. I want to I want to just touch on this real quick. But the media facts of the case, and I say media facts because those are what the media is saying versus what the actual facts are, is that this kid took a gun from his house in Illinois, crossed state lines into Wisconsin to uh, go to a BLM protest rally, whatever you want to call it, and um, kill people that's the media narrative when in actuality we know for a fact that he yes came from illinois without a gun went to his friend's house in wisconsin uh him and the friend went to the quote-unquote protest to render medical aid whether they were qualified to render medical aid or not nonetheless they felt as a i think kyle was a um was like a lifeguard and probably had some sort of some sort of medical training, obviously, at 17, he wasn't certified to be anything more than maybe a lifeguard, but nonetheless, was on video, uh, recorded by different media uh, sources, as saying, you know, well, I'm here to help put out some fires, do whatever, you know, why the rifle, well, to protect myself, which he ended up having to do, obviously. Um, so, automatically, we would assume, if you didn't know any better, white kid goes to a BLM uh, protest, rally, riot, whatever you want to call it, and kills two people, shoots three people, killing two, right? So if you don't know any better automatically, you can assume, since they're calling him a white supremacist and he killed two people, that he killed two black people, when that is nothing of the case. But anyway, on to the next story. OSHA mandates overturned? Hmm. So, we, as we talked about in the last show, you know, appellate court halts OSHA emergency temporary standards requiring mandatory uh, COVID-19 vaccine or testing. 
So we talked about that. So it just came out. Um, <laughs> so I, I was found. I found this this morning. So GOP uh, majority court chosen to consider Biden vaccine mandate. So the challenges to President Joe Biden's vaccine mandate for private employers will be consolidated by the U.S. Six uh, Court of Appeals a panel dominated by judges appointed by Republicans. The Cincinnati-based court was elect, uh, selected Tuesday in a random drawing using ping-pong balls, uh, a process employed when challenges to certain federal agencies. Actually, so this is all. You had the fifth court. Now this has gone to the sixth court. Um, what it is, you have, so it's 27 Republican-led states, plus you have different employers Several conservative and business organizations are arguing that the U.S. Occupational Health and Safety OSHA does not have the authority to impose a mandate. Challenges along with um, some unions, vaccine mandates didn't go through in states. Um, the uh, and then also, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep reading on this. So also, it came out that uh, Biden's also considering small business vaccine mandates. Now, I know you might be scratching your head thinking, okay, wait a second. The fifth court a week ago, um, well, over a week ago, put a stay on the, on the vaccine mandate, get, gave the OSHA and the government till the Friday, which was the 12th, to argue their case, which they didn't. And then I think it was Monday... Um, the press secretary, I can't recall her name, Jean, whatever, the, the chick filling in for uh, Saki, came out and, you know, was asked a question about it, and she was like, oh, well, we encourage uh, businesses to, to move ahead with this, you know, with the um, uh, vaccinations and stuff. And it's like, um, so <laughs> you're sitting there saying that, um, that you... Uh, that a court, a federal court, has, um, you know, overturned the situation, but yet you're encouraging. This is more of a uh, government overreach saying that um, that this, uh, (laughs) like I said, it's much like the the, uh, fucking... God bless, I can't think of what I'm trying to say. The uh, moratorium on evictions, right, was, uh, you know, overturned by the uh, by the uh, Supreme Court, and he was like, ah, whatever. We still need to let these people live for free or whatever. Well, so this came out today. OSHA suspends enforcement of Biden's vaccine mandate. <laughs> Interesting. Well, isn't that great, OSHA, that you decided to take it upon yourself to... Uh, to uh, you know, suspend the enforcement of said vaccine. It has nothing to do with the fact that you've already been overturned in two court cases. You're being sued by 27 different states on top of uh, businesses and um, unions and different varying organizations. It's, it's interesting because when you read some of this stuff, it's like private businesses, blah, blah, blah. Small businesses, blah, blah, blah. So most people think private biz- businesses. You're thinking uh, the mom and pop shop down the street, the the mom, you know, the uh, the small haircut place you go to, the the small bodega or grocery store, or, uh, 
produce market or whatever the case may be. But private employers is everybody that isn't the federal government. <laughs> okay, so you're a local grocery store. So I live in Florida. So Publix, Winn-Dixie, right? Walmart, um, you know, Budweiser, Pepsi, Coke. <laughs> Those are all private employers. They might be publicly traded companies and they're a public company. You can go into Publix and Walmart and whatever and buy whatever you're going to buy. But the misconception is, okay, a little little uh, inside baseball, I used to be a manager for Walmart. People think that Walmart, much like Publix and Walgreens and Target and wherever else you go, is a public place. You're allowed to go into to Walmart and buy whatever you want to buy, right? The misconception is that's still private property. The, the owners, the managers, the whatever of Walmart, for example, um, allow you to come in and buy said products. And, of course, they allow you because they want your money, right? We allow you to come in. But guarantee you fuck around and make an ass out of yourself or you steal or you do whatever. Now, I know in, like, San Francisco and some of these other cities – if you steal or if you shoplift, they just look the other way. And that's why half the fucking businesses in San Fran are hauling ass. And, but in Florida, you shoplift, you go to jail. Okay. And uh, what they do also is they trespass you. And depending on the level of whatever you're shoplifting, they might only trespass you. They might not press charges. They might just trespass you. Which means you're no longer allowed back on their property. Like I said, some people think, well, hell, that's a public place. What are you talking about? No, it's private property. It's a public place, but it is privately owned property. Publicly owned property is the park. The, uh, not, not Disney World. I'm talking about your local park. <laughs> you know, the walking trails, the bike trails. The, those places like that are public places. Okay? Your taxes go to maintain said place. Your taxes don't go to maintain Walmart or Publix or whatever. Okay? It's privately owned. It might be big as hell and they might make a shit ton of money, but it's privately owned. Okay? The Occupational Health Safety Administration has suspended, implemented, has suspended impl implementation, easy words for me to say, and enforcement of the Biden administration's vaccine mandate for private employers after a federal court blocked the measure. The OSHA website... Um, page dedicated to COVID vaccine emergency temporary standards, ETS, reads, While OSHA remains confident in its authority to protect workers in emergencies, OSHA has suspended activities related to implementation of enforcement of the ETS pending future developments of in this litigation. Hmm, interesting. Last week, <laughs> that's my, uh, that's my uh, Twilight Zone. Last week, the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit fully blocked Biden's executive order requiring companies with over 100 workers to mandate vaccinations for their employer employees. After temporarily staying it on the 12th, the court ordered, ordered OSHA to take no steps to implement or enforce, or enforce the vaccine mandate under further court order. By its mandate, the Biden administration is claiming that the federal government, through congressional legislation, has regulatory power to issue medical mandates for the sake of public health, therefore general welfare. Uh, bullshit. It doesn't say that's me. I say bullshit. They're, just, they're, they're literally, literally 
trying to make up the rules as they go along. All right. So, however, since the directive was announced, many legal scholars have challenged its constitutionality, given that the legisla uh, legislation it relies on for authority explicitly states that the ECS can only be issued when employees are exposed to grave danger that necessitate... <laughs> guys, guys, when you're writing the damn articles, you got to understand I'm from Florida. I can't read these big, funky words. Necessi <laughs> Shit, I can't even fuck around and say it. <laughs> Necessitates. Boom, got it. <laughs> Immediate action. Um... That case is becoming increasingly dif uh, difficult to argue given the fact that some vaccinated individuals can transmit the disease. Okay, so basically what they're saying here is I'm going to dumb it down for my, for my peeps, okay? Because I'm dumb. I can't read all these fancy words, you know, necessitates and for. Oh. <laughs> anyway, basically what they're saying is OSHA has no right to say, okay, you, everyone needs to be vaccinated at this job because it affects, it can affect the people at the job. Okay, well, that's not true because, like it says, and I've said this plenty of times, the vaccine, or I should, let me back up, the quote-unquote vaccine isn't a vaccine. It is medicine, okay? Just because the CDC and whoever else changed the fucking definition of what a vaccine is, doesn't mean that this is a vaccine because if it were a vaccine, and this is why I don't tape anymore and put this shit on YouTube because I know this would get me kicked off again. But nonetheless, the reason it's not a vaccine is because if it were and you go and get your quote unquote COVID vaccine, guess what? You wouldn't get COVID. And this bullshit about them saying, oh, well, if you get the vaccine, the the, uh, you know, the symptoms won't be as bad. Um, okay. If you get the polio vaccine, you might only limp for a little bit. If you get the measles vaccine, maybe only half your body gets measles. If you, you, catch, you catch what I'm saying here? Vaccines were made to not have said disease. You didn't get a little bit of polio if you got the polio vaccine. You didn't get a little bit of measles if you got the measles vaccine. You didn't get a little bit of rubella so on and so forth. You did not get those diseases, right? Not to mention the fact that even if you get vaccinated and then if you get COVID, you can still spread it. So the point of OSHA is, and we talked about this, is for you work at a place and they require you to have non-slip shoes or a hard hat or a safety vest or uh hair nets or you know i'm just trying to think of different things you know that osha is responsible for because that affects you at your job if you're going to get covid you can get covid anywhere and even if you're vaccinated you can get covid anywhere even at work okay so fortunately we do have some you know courts that are um that are, uh, and this has nothing to do with, like I said, you know, you're reading the one about the appellate six court, whatever was saying, oh, this court's mostly Republicans, blah, blah, blah. I'm telling you right now, they're, <laughs> what were they saying? I think the last number I saw was 80% of the country vaccinated. 
Okay, whether that's one, two, three shots, whatever it is, whatever they consider being vaccinated, whatever that percentage is, I know it's like 80 something percent. I, I want to say 80 percent last I saw. So like, let's say that's 80 percent of Americans have had at least one shot. Okay. I would assume that if you went through the trials and tribulations of getting the one shot, you're at least going to get the second shot. That way, whatever, you might not worry about getting a booster. I don't know. That's for you to decide and your doctor and whatever. But anyway, so let's just for easy math and dumb people like myself, 80%, roughly 330 million people. So, or, you know, or in this country, it might be a little more now with all the illegals coming up, but nonetheless, just for shits and grins, we're going to say 330 million, 80%. So just roughly speaking, that's 260 million people, give or take vaccinate it right and at 330 obviously isn't a precise number but that does include children that's not just adults so uh if there's 80 million or so people that aren't vaccinated uh <laughs> the majority of the people are, are, are vaccinated this isn't a work related thing and not to mention even if it were okay so if i was vaccinated and i got covid and let's say you were not vaccinated and you gave me COVID or you were vaccinated and you still gave me COVID. I still got COVID. I might not get as sick. But the thing is, is we don't really even know that what that is, because, for example, Jen Psaki, right, went out. She got COVID like two weeks ago. She's just now back in the mix of things. Um, I would think if I'm the press secretary, if I'm anything to do with Joe Biden, OK, if I'm his press secretary, if I'm any, anything that's in the public eye, okay, and I'm vaccinated, and God forbid I got COVID, right? Don't you think that you would, oh, crap, I'm, I'm Jen Psaki, I got COVID, and I got it, you know, somehow or another from a, a whatever the case, I can't remember what she had said, a family member, whatever. I think I would make myself available to the public maybe not out and about where you can spread your covid um obviously you don't want to go to work and whatever but maybe i would have done some maybe live chats on twitter or, or you know whatever uh social media format she has I, mean, I know she has a twitter so and i'm pretty sure you can do video you know so i don't know i think i would have made myself a little bit more publicly available during the covid to reinsure to the public the the idea of getting vaccinated and it doesn't really you can still get covid yeah you can still get covid when you're vaccinated but it's not that bad you, you know what i'm saying i think i would have used her like if i was the president or whoever the powers that be are that are controlling everything i would have used her as a uh i don't know ambassador i guess for the shots and and say look Here's a, I don't know how old she is, here's a 30-something-year-old female, got COVID shot, she's fully vaccinated, yes, she got COVID, but look at her, she's fine. I mean, yeah, she's staying at home, and she's staying um, isolated and whatever, so she doesn't spread it, but look, she's she's in good shape. But no, you didn't see that. Same as, you know, Gavin Newsom went and got his, uh, his booster, I think, oddly enough, around the same time that... Uh, Saki got COVID. Not that one had to do with the other. It's just ironic timing. 
But nonetheless, uh, I remember watching the video of him getting his booster shot. And then he sarcastically gets up like he's about to pass out. And, oh, you know, and he's just being a smart ass. Okay. Cause you know, you hear all the stories and whatever and whatever's whatever. Every, every person has gotten COVID has had some sort of a reaction, whether it be a 1% or a hundred percent. Right. Um, but nonetheless, then he disappears for two weeks out of the limelight. And he was supposed to go to the thing in Glasgow, you know, with the, uh, president poopy pants and, and then, and then his excuse was, oh, I can't make it because it's trick-or-treating season. I can take my kids trick-or-treating. But I'll, I'll get with you guys on a video chat. I'll do a Zoom or whatever the case was. And he canceled that. Which, okay, I understand. Like, his wife even tweeted out something about, oh, God forbid, you know, a father with young children would spend some time with his children. And then she deleted the tweet. And I get it. Okay. I mean, I used to have young children. And it sucked having to work when it was, you know, Halloween or baseball games or whatever the case may be, right? Um, so I get that you want to make time for your kids. Cool. I have no problem with that. Granted, I know you're the governor and da-da-da, but really, what does the governor of California need to go to a climate thing in, in fucking England for? That's what the president's for. Or worse yet, that's what the vice president's for. Why does president... Why president... Why is the... Uh, Governor of California need to go. So I'm like, cool. I don't have a problem with him not going. I could give shit less. That's one less plane going for your climate thing, right? <laughs> um, but could he have done the Zoom call or whatever, Skype or whatever method of video calling and conferencing that you wanted to do? Yeah, I, I, he could have done that. He could have been like, okay, the meeting's on Tuesday at two o'clock, uh, makes I'll be there. I'll be on the Zoom, right? But he didn't even do that. Why? So you know, you hear rumors of, well, maybe he had Bell's palsy, and then that's when your conspiracy theories kind of uh, kick in. And um, there was something I think it was on. Tw it was either Twitter or TikTok, but there was videos going around where in California they were looking for uh, Gavin Newsom lookalikes you know, X amount of dollars a day. And they showed a picture of Gavin and showed a picture of the, the quote unquote new Gavin <laughs> and similar, but different, you know, whatever the fact of the matter is, and this is where your conspiracy theories. And I hate using that word because when you say conspiracy theories, it automatically lays no credence to your argument. But in this situation, I'm going to say this. If, he got his booster and he had no side effects. Why did he disappear? Okay. I think he got the booster shot on the 26th, 27th of October. Okay. I'm not going to go to Scotland. I want to do the uh, trick or treating with the kids. Cool. I'm cool with that. But then why nothing? No video conferences. No nothing. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you appear and you look a little different. Eh. Might be a stretch. Might not be. I guess uh, that remains to be seen. <laughs> All right. On to Steve Bannon. Interesting thing. So we talked about this also. Steve Bannon uh, was in contempt of Congress. Didn't show up for his subpoena. He's like, gave him the double tall man. Uh, gave him the old uh, 
freaking crotch chop, you know, degeneration X, look it, you know, whatever. Um, do you think he did that on purpose? Because I do. I mean, obviously, he didn't show up on purpose. But I think he did it on the purpose of, uh, you know, you want a war? I'll take you to war. Bannon vows contempt charges will become hell for Democrats. This is in Bloomberg. So, um, former Trump campaign chairman Stephen, S- Stephen Bannon, we'll just call him Steve Bannon, <laughs> vowed to go on the offensive against Joe Biden, President Dipshit McGee, a.k.a. President Poopy Pants. It actually says this in here. It's crazy. And Democrats as he fights criminal charges over his refusal to cooperate in the congressional investigation into U.S. Capitol riot. Side note on this. They just released this. The, uh, I don't know the guy's name, but the the Chewbacca guy, whatever you want to call him, the Shaoman. I, I don't know his name. But I guess he just pleaded to, to, to whatever the cri- uh, crime was. And received a 41-month sentence in jail for basically going on a free tour. Because I don't know, I'll get back to the to the Bannon thing here in a second, but I don't know if, I saw these videos of the insurrection, uh, and he's literally, literally being led through the fucking Capitol, through the chambers, by a fucking police officer. He wasn't being violent, he wasn't knocking shit over, he wasn't, he particularly wasn't breaking windows, he, he, this guy himself, wasn't one of the people doing the mischievous things. I'm not saying people didn't do mischievous things. Uh, I would assume the, the jury's still out on that because you're hearing, oh, were those FBI people, were they FBI informants, were they Antifa, were they, you know, whatever. You know, you got the, the Sullivan character who's a BLM, Antifa, uh, kind of like a leader you know, was involved. Nonetheless, the Shalman guy, uh, Chewbacca guy, as I know Tucker calls him, he gets 41 months. And I'm telling you right now, Google, DuckDuckGo, whatever search you use, I would I would suggest DuckDuckGo, but nonetheless, uh, you know, search for this guy and the quote-unquote January 6th insurrection, and you'll see him being led through the Capitol, through the Senate floor, with a fucking police officer and he's being calm and he's, you know, I mean, he's literally on his own personal tour guide. Anyway, Bannon made the remarks outside Washington courthouse where he'd expect to, um, enter a plea Monday afternoon of two criminal charges stemming from his defiance of two subpoenas by house January 6th select committee. A crowd of uh, protester chanted traitor and lofted signs trying to him to, uh, Tying him to the Capitol riot as Biden, or I'm sorry, Bannon spoke to reporters. He says, this is going to be the misdemeanor, misdemeanor from hell for Nancy Pelosi, Merrick Garland, and Joe Biden. We're tired of playing defense. We're going on the offense. He also called the Biden administration illegitimate and an echo to the stolen election rhetoric that led supporters of former Trump, uh, President Trump to storm the Capitol in the first place. Bannon, 67, was released without bail after his arraignment was postponed to Thursday. He self-surrendered to the, Fed, uh, to the FBI earlier on Monday following his indictment last week on two counts of contempt of Congress for defying subpoenas by the House Committee seeking to uh, his deposition testimony 
and uh, production of documents. Bannon turned over his passport, but was allowed to walk out of the courtroom on his own recognizance. His Thursday hearing will be before U.S. District Judge Carl Nichols in Washington. Well, that's good. So that'll be tomorrow on Thursday. That'll give me something to talk about on Friday. Friday. Anyway, I think that'll be another interesting uh, case of... Uh, you're going to get somebody on the stands that isn't going to be quiet. And, um, it, it, (laughs) that of all the court cases and all the Senate hearings and whatever, that one will be interesting to, uh, to watch. So, (laughs) okay. So I want to talk about Kyle Rittenhouse and, you know, like I said, the cases, the the, the defense and the, the prosecution, uh, you know, did their closing statements. It's gone to the jury. Jury's deliberating. I have the news on now, and I'm catching glimpses of this, that. And I guess there's a lot of back and forth between the jury, or jury asking questions to the judge and whoever and asking to watch different videos of whatever. Um... I've seen a lot of this, a lot of the chatter on Twitter about um, about um, these jurors. Obviously, out out front of the courthouse, there you have um, they're already not rioting, but they're already protesting. You have BLM supporters out there. You have Kyle Rittenhouse supporters out there. You have these people going at each other verbally. Um, not to mention, you have people talking about burn. You know, if the if the verdict doesn't come back the way we want it, we're burning this place down. If we don't get this, we're burning this place down. So, if you're a juror on this, you know, on this case, and you're sitting there and you're coming to and from the courthouse because the one thing he should have done probably was, um, you know. Uh, sequestered you know the uh the uh jury whether it was during the whole case or at least during the this part of it um i don't know but you know their names are being leaked out um surely they're being threatened um i don't know I, i would hope that in the good conscience of fairness that if there's one two three whatever jurors having doubts in an acquittal for the fact of you know the the city being burned down that you know if they obviously can't agree they can have a hung jury and then it has to be retried um i would be curious to see what happens if that happens in the sense of what does the judge do because i've read um i don't know if you guys follow jack posobic but he's pretty much been on it and, um, you know, he's pretty much following this case really close. And, um, I don't, <laughs> I don't know where he's getting his information from, but he's tweeting like a lot, but, um, they're constantly, he, he posts here, this was a few minutes ago that the Rittenhouse defense lawyer, uh, formally requests mistrial. And that's not the first time. There's been a couple times 
um, that they've requested a mistrial without prejudice. Now, what that means is if if the judge were to grant, which he almost, you know, did when the um, prosecution was questioning one of the guys and he had said, I actually went to questioning Rittenhouse, I believe it was. He made mention to him about using his uh, Fifth Amendment rights and the judge lost his shit on the guy. It was at that point that a lot of people thought on top of the gauge whatever the guy's name is, uh, testimony where the defense asked him, was it at that point when you got shot? Was it at that point that you uh, had your weapon pointed at Kyle? And he's like, yeah, (laughs) okay. (laughs) But, you know, on top of that, and then with with the prosecution doing the things they did, you know, there was rumor that the judge was gonna, you know, declare it a mistrial without prejudice, which means, that's it. There's no double jeopardy. Can't retry him. Now, if it was just a basic mistrial or if it's like a hung jury or something, that's a different story. I would assume that if this were to be a hung jury or just a basic mistrial for whatever reason without, you know, and they didn't do it without prejudice, that um, it would get retried. I don't think it, I can see it not being in Kenosha. It might be something where you need to move it out of uh you know, out of the city, maybe not out of the state, but at least out of the city. Um, but the jury's still in deliberations. God only knows when this will come to end. It would really be nice if, I mean, it needs to come to an end. But what's killing me the most is, so the the Kyle Rittenhouse, this whole situation happened, I, I don't know the exact date, but this was after the... Um, George Floyd incident, right? That that was what, May, right? May 25th, I think, was George Floyd. And then this particular incident that happened in Kenosha was right after the, the shit, I know, I, I want to say his name wrong. I know the last name is Blake, but Jacob Blake, maybe, um, was the guy that uh, was threatening his girlfriend or wife, whatever she was, she called 911, cop showed up, um, he went to his car, you know, supposedly he was leaving, maybe he wasn't, the cops told him to stop, pulled a knife on the cops, cops shot him, so on and so forth, which started all that bullshit in Kenosha, um, on top of, it was probably like not even a month after the, uh, the uh, George Floyd stuff, so it was a lot of, a lot of bullshit going on right then, but nonetheless, so, you had George Floyd, right? This was May of 2020. You had Kyle Rittenhouse in, you know, June. I don't know when it was. It was, you know, like shortly after the George Floyd thing. Uh, but I'm watching a case now of the Almond Arbery uh, case that was in Georgia. Now, this was in... Um, let me look this up real quick. I think... Um, I think, I don't know, but I think, yeah, so February, so this was in February of 2020, so this was before George Floyd and uh, the Kyle Rittenhouse stuff, right, so my question is, Chauvin's already been tried and prosecuted and whatever, right, Kyle Rittenhouse is in the process of being tried and hopefully acquitted for defending himself, he didn't do anything wrong, 
contrary to the media's public opinion of him taking a military-style weapon for across state lines to kill innocent, you know, whatever, when in all actuality, uh, Gage Crosite or whatever in the hell his name is, uh, had a gun possession charge against him, had a gun. No one's questioning why he was there with a gun. No one's questioning that. Um, and then the other guy who was a damn kid toucher, not even just a kid toucher, not that any kind of kid touching is okay, but this dude was, was in jail for anally raping four boys, four different boys. That's what kind of sick freak this motherfucker was. If, if that bullet coming out of that 223 of uh, Kyle Rittenhouse, that, that bullet should have been marked karma because that's God's way of saying you don't need to be on this earth. My opinion, take it for what you want. Uh, the three people that got shot and the two of them that got killed, did they deserve to die? I don't know. Maybe not in the eyes of me, you, or the, or the regular people walking on the street. We are not the judge, jury, or an execution executioner. But maybe, maybe that was God's will, okay, to get this sick motherfucker off the streets. That's my opinion. Uh, you know, whatever. Anyway, so hopefully we'll have a an acquittal. We'll have some kind of finalization to this whole situation in the next day or two. Hopefully today or tomorrow. Um, and then watch the shitstorm because God forbid if he's acquitted. I mean, he needs to be acquitted, but God forbid the people. I, I pray for you, the people in in Kenosha. You know, of course, you're reading on Twitter. You go through Twitter, and it's constant. It's a constant uh, battle of uh, the country's going to burn. <laughs> okay, bring that shit over here because they tried to do that shit where I live in, in Florida and the county sheriff uh, was like, uh, no, you guys can protest and, and have your rallies, but once you take that shit to the streets. Mm. But where I'm going with this whole Audman Arbery thing, I'm sorry, Ahmad Arbery, so the just the basic facts of the case. I don't know the details. The case is on the trial's on right now. So the kid uh allegedly jogging down the street was stopped by three white guys because he fit the description of somebody that was on the uh I guess there was a neighborhood being built, subdivision, whatever. Uh and there was issues with people stealing materials and whatever from there and I guess they had cameras up and he looked like one of the guys, whether he was or wasn't, I don't know was stopped by these three guys, a uh, scuffle happened, and he got shot. I don't know all the details, but that's the gist of it. My point is this. Chauvin's trial done. Kyle Rittenhouse is almost done. This situation happened, what, three months prior to Floyd, and what, four, probably four months prior to the Kyle Rittenhouse Kenosha thing. Why is it just now being tried? I'm, I'm not saying that you should rush to trial, and maybe the prosecution was trying to build a, build a, you know, you know, a, a case on him, on these three gentlemen. I don't know, but it just seems very, very uh, coincidental or convenient that this is um, all kind of coming. I mean, if, if Kyle Rittenhouse is, is acquitted and then this trial, the defense is, is presenting its case now, if this trial concludes within the next week or so and let's say these guys get off you know like i said i haven't really watched much of this trial so i don't know 
what's what. Everyone's been so focused on the Kyle Rittenhouse case, but nonetheless, it's going to, as soon as that um, verdict comes in, it's going to switch to this. But I'm, I'm just saying, you're going to have, if, if Rittenhouse gets off, shit's, people are going to go crazy. That's just what happens, unfortunately. And God forbid these three guys get off, same situation, three, three white guys kill a black guy for whatever reason. <sighs> just saying, guys be ready. All right, so <laughs> it's it's very it's very frustrating time, you know, and I, I really hate to hate to be like that, but you know, it kind of is what it is. But that's why I like to end the show with a little bit of. Wow, I feel good. That's right, our feel good story of the day comes out of Canada. No, I'm joking. <laughs> comes out of Mississippi. Uh, I don't know the exact city but it'll probably be in the story as I read it, so uh, just bear with me. All right, so what it is is 13-year-old boy granted a make-a-wish, uses it to feed the homeless every month for a year. Okay, I'll try not to cry as I read this. No. <laughs> last year, 13-year-old Abraham, uh, I wish I'd have worked on his last name before I did this show, but Oleg Beggy, Oleg Beggy, oh, we're just going to call him Abraham. I don't want to butcher his last name because I get the feeling. I, I understand Abraham. People butcher my last name all the time, and mine's actually easy to pronounce, but we're going to call him Abraham because that's his first name. Okay, last year, 13-year-old Abraham found out he was born with a rare blood disorder and needed bone marrow transplant. About a year later, he found out better news. His transplant was successful, and he qualified for Make-A-Wish, an organization that grants wishes to children uh, with two children with uh, serious illness. Abraham wanted a long-lasting wish, and he had an idea, and he shared it with his mom. I remember, I remember we were coming home from one of, our, one of his doctor's appointments, and he said, Mom, I thought about it, and I really want to feed the homeless. Abraham's mom, Miriam, says, I said, are you sure, Abraham? You could do a lot. Are you sure you don't want a PlayStation? Unlike many teenage boys, the PlayStation did not entice Abraham. He was sure of his wish to feed the homeless. Abraham's dad thought it was an awesome idea, too. Miriam said, so of course we weren't going to miss an opportunity like that because we always try to instill giving into our children. In September, Make-A-Wish helped Abraham organize a day to hand out free food in Jackson, Mississippi with food and supplies donated from local businesses. Abraham said they ended up feeding about 80 people that day. When the homeless people got um, get the plates, some of them would come back and sing to us um, and thank us, he said, it really made us feel good. It warms our heart. And my parents always taught us that it's a blessing to be a blessing. Abraham's wish is still not fulfilled. Make a wish will help Abraham feed the homeless every month for a year. So, I mean, that's good. You got a kid, 13 years old. You know, you see this a lot of times where, you know, you know, unfortunately these children get a, you know, an illness you know, unbeknownst to him, this kid had um, a blood illness, was granted a make-a-wish. Instead of being selfish and taking the PlayStation or Xbox or a trip to Disney or whatever, which a lot of kids do, and, you know, whatever. But this kid decided to take his wish and give it to less fortunate people. And it's interesting because, you know, of the name. So the kid's name's Abraham. And, you know, obviously his parents named him Abraham for whatever reason. 
But it's an interesting name for those of you that don't know. Abraham is in in Hebrew came from the name Abram. Okay, it was changed. God actually uh, changed his name to uh, Abraham, and what what it means is father of many. So here's a kid who is embodying his his name. So you think of Abraham. It's not a very common name, not nowadays anyway. You um, you know you may know an Abraham. I don't know. I, I personally don't know anyone named named Abraham. Uh, but when you say the name Abraham, you think of Abraham Lincoln, right? And look at what he did for this country. Um, not saying this kid's freeing slaves <laughs> and whatever, but it's just I don't know. I, I'm I was impressed when I came across this story. Like I said, here's a kid, sick, probably had a shitty couple of years of life with this um, blood disease, um, you know, needing the, the the bone marrow transplant, which doesn't feel good. It's not like a blood transfusion or something. I mean, I've never fortunately had to have a bone marrow transplant, but from what I've heard, that shit hurts, okay? Um, if you've ever broken a bone, that feeling of breaking a bone... And, and how it feels to, to especially initially, and when you're first casted and stuff like that, that pain that you had. I remember when I broke my leg um, a while back, that initial day, two days afterwards, that the pain was excruciating. Um, a bone marrow transplant is essentially... They don't break your bone, obviously, but the the needle, because <laughs> they go into your bone with a needle. So, God, I mean, I tell you what, this kid's strong in more ways than one. And for him to take that wish that he was granted, you know, hey, Abraham, you can have anything you want. I don't know. I've never known anyone personally that's had a make-a-wish granted to them. But um, I don't know if there's a... A price, you know. Okay, you gotta make a you gotta make a wish granted to you, and keep it under a thousand. You know, I don't know. If there's a price point on that because I've seen where kids, like I said, have gone to Disney and gone to wherever. Um, for this kid to think of other people is astonishing, and in my opinion, he deserves that PlayStation. <laughs> you know, because and it, uh, you would think in this town, you get you get your local grocery stores and Walmart and and uh, restaurants or whatever to donate food. Um, if I lived in Jackson, Mississippi, I, I think this kid deserves something uh, for actually thinking of other people. So with that being said, guys, I want to remind you of our website. Don't forget, don'ttreadonamerica.com. Go there, subscribe to the website. I promise I'm not going to spam you. All you get is... Uh, show updates, you know, you might get some blogs, you might get some, just some reminders, whatever. Also on that website, you can access our social media. That's Don't Tread on America on Facebook and Instagram. You can go to Twitter, you can leave me notes, you can cuss me out, you can do whatever you want. I really could give a shit less. Uh, follow us on Facebook and on Twitter. Facebook, we're almost a thousand. So, I mean, we're not like almost to a thousand, like we got nine ninety nine, but you know, we're in the seven hundred. So, 
Give us a little help, guys. Share it. Anything I post on the Facebook. <laughs> Damn, I just sound like old. If you see anything on the Facebook, please share it with your friends and get them to like the page too. But most importantly, guys, this podcast. If you're listening to me on Apple, if you could give me a five-star review, that would be great. And also, please, guys, the best way to, to do the things we're doing is to spread the word. Let your friends know. Spread this. I'm heard on Apple, Google, Podbeam, uh, Spotify, Amazon, Stitcher, iHeart. Like I've told you guys before, I'm heard everywhere you can listen to a podcast with the exception of Pandora. And like I like to say, fuck Pandora, okay? There's plenty of options. If you have a friend that has an iPhone or an Android, boom. Apple Podcasts, Google Play. If they don't like to use that, they got iHeart, they got Spotify. Those are probably the two most popular apps. I'm on there. Sugar Water, share with your friends. Get this word going. We're, we're cranking. We're almost to 5,000 downloads, guys. If you could help me push it over and uh, just make sure you're here on Friday. I'm hoping to have a spectacular show for you guys. So uh, thank you for being here. And uh, don't forget to subscribe, subscribe to the website. And I will talk to you guys on Friday. See you then.